0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike again with another episode of Crash the Net. My co-host Dylan Sobo is here with us tonight. Dylan, how are you feeling tonight?
1: Pretty good today, Mike. I'm excited for, I believe, what is episode 11?
0: Episode 11. A lot of
1: stuff to cover today, but I'm pretty excited. We got uh, preseason right around the corner.
0: Yeah, preseason's going to be in the next two to three weeks or so, so I'm really excited. Hockey is back, finally. I've been having hockey withdrawals (laughs) I'm sure everybody else has
1: I I think we all have Uh,
0: especially with the news coming to us this week that the NHL has finally came to the conclusion with the IIHF and will be participating in the 2022 Winter Olympics I love
1: this move I mean, we all know that NHL players are the best in the world, so you're watching your favorite players play for your respective countries, whether it be Poland, Italy, Germany, Hungary, I mean, wherever you are, you're, you might see some people.
0: I mean, it's been so long since the NHL competed in the Olympics. This is a huge, huge step. I'm sure that Stamkos is not missing out this time around. I'm pretty sure he's medically cleared now. So, um, I'm expecting a lot to come through with the NHL and the Olympics. expect a lot of, at least half of the rosters to come from the NHL. (laughs) I I mean, mean,
1: we're already seeing schedule changes from the league and things like that around... I want to say it's January, right
0: Mike? Yeah, it's it, there's like a 3-week gap of no NHL hockey and it's going to be due to the Olympics. Finally, we finally have the NHL players. They have been begging for this and they're they deserve it. They bust their ass during their regular season, during their post seasons. They they work out, they push their bodies to the extreme limit. What's the difference between doing that during a in what is it, 86-game season plus plus playoffs compared to, I don't know, three weeks, a month, whatever it is. Yeah, I
1: feel like what they get paid obviously includes their playtime, their workouts, their nutrition stuff in the Olympics as well, and they put their bodies at risk on the line, and I just feel like the league came to the conclusion that we're going to allow it, and hopefully teams keep it as clean as possible, obviously as entertaining and exciting as possible as well, but obviously we're all thinking about the safety of our players here.
0: Yeah, safety is number one priority, um, but th- this is well-deserved from from the NHL. They, I know that Gary Bettman wasn't really wanting to do this as it cuts into the NHL's time, but this is something the players earned and deserve. They deserve to play for their countries, so. More. How kudos. do you
1: think? How do you think this affects the length of our regular season with all of these games being essentially
0: canceled and rescheduled? Well, they're not even they're not canceled and rescheduled because it looks like they've already worked that out in the first three weeks of January, so with those. Oh, they spaced them out accordingly across. There's the, a there's a complete gap. 3 week gap in January where there's no games. I'm I'm assuming that's why there's like 15 games in a, on a weekend or something like that. Usually it's mm. like usually it's no more than 12. So seeing 15 games I I would assume that that's the case. I actually coordinated with work
1: regarding my my new work regarding the uh I guess increased amount of games per day. When we have like fifteen, sixteen games per day, and I just mentioned, I'm like, "Hey, you know, I got, I got to put hockey first here." <laughs> and they said, "And they said we can do it. We can do it."
0: That's awesome.
1: So yeah, those days that there are fifteen, sixteen games in a single day. Uh, yeah, you you can expect to see me watching hockey. Absolutely, one in the afternoon on a Wednesday or what have you.
0: Yeah, there's just. One small change that we completely forgot about. I completely forgot about this. Russia is not going to be participating in the Olympics due to their team doping in 2018 on uh, performance enhancers. So that will be through 2022, which means Russia, it, our um, the entire Russian team is out of the races. Therefore, that means we have
1: to... Essentially, change the teams that we picked because we unintentionally chose Russia to be one of the finalists come right. the end of Olympics. But unanimously, we both picked Finland, which means our picks remain the same across the board. Yep, it will be Finland, Germany, Canada, and the United States.
0: I had Finland, Sweden, Canada, and oh, the United Sweden. States. My
1: mistake, Sweden. My mistake. They're both Sweden.
0: Yeah. That's uh that's what I had. Uh, I would love to see Victor Hebman playing for Sweden. I would love to see Stromman have that opportunity. You know, I would I would even love to see Hank, you know Henrik Lundqvist, part of Sweden as well. This would be his probably last and only time to participate in the Olympics. Would love to see him give him give himself a chance. Absolutely, I'd love to see it. On top of that, we got Jesperi Kotkaniemi being claimed by the Carolina Hurricanes on that one-year $6.1 million deal. and That the Canadians
1: refused to match, Mike, which I felt was ridiculous by the Canadians organization. And surprisingly on my social media, a lot of, I don't want to say slander, but a lot of hate came from this move by Carolina.
0: When I'm on the side of this was completely genius. Yeah absolutely you have Montreal who is already down because of cap conditions this is a perfect move from Carolina especially getting one of their key pieces from the playoffs in the 19 games that he participated in in these playoffs he had five goals and three assists was a minus five but you know what Five goals and three assists in those 19 games in the playoffs, you know, those are good numbers. Those are fairly decent numbers. It's hard to score in the playoffs. They're not huge scoring games, I mean, unless you're the Tampa Bay Lightning. But even in that case, like, it's very hard to, to score that large amount of goals in the postseason. Exactly. And you also have
1: to think about the teams that Montreal actually played in the playoffs. You know, majority of the time, Kotkiniemi got caught out there, stuck on defense, when he's mainly their offensive powerhouse. And when you got an offensive line buzzing against you, and a putt goes in the net, majority of the time, Mike, it's not his fault. No, nope. And that's
0: just the way the numbers stacked up this year. I consider him a, a pretty good two-way forward. I mean, there's... he He's strong defensively, but he's also strong offensively. And I mean, it showed in the playoffs. I mean, facts are facts there. On top of that, we have another move. Christian Dvorak from Arizona is heading to Montreal in exchange for a 2022 first-round pick and 2024 second-round pick. Do you think they're going to get some steals out of these picks in the drafts, Mike? Um, if you're thinking of it the way that they drafted this year, I wouldn't think so drafting that's the path i was going on because i'm like i I don't see much
1: success in their draft
0: i don't either i mean look they drafted logan mayo after him saying please don't draft me (laughs) and after after all of the allegations and everything they still drafted him it doesn't make their organization look clean it doesn't make their organization look good at all and now it doesn't make them look like a smart team no, but, I mean, getting a first-round pick for next season, uh, I don't know. You, you never know. They're not, they're not going to be number one in the draft lottery, I'll tell you that. Um, unless they really, like, falter below the Devils and the Wings this year, which I doubt. And yeah, I agree. I agree. I still think that the Wings are probably going to be at the bottom of the barrel. sure. For sure. For sure. Them and maybe Ottawa. Yeah, that they're these teams are gonna grow. Um, but Dvorak played well. That you know. I love
1: Dvorak in Arizona. Yeah, he had, like it, it. Really hurt to see him leave the valley. Obviously, it hurt the
0: fans as well. Yeah, I mean, in um, in this season, life goes on. Yeah, I mean, in this in this season, he had you know seventeen goals and fourteen assists. In the 56 games that were played. So, I mean, you know, very, you know, very decent numbers coming from the veteran. I mean, I hate to see him go from Arizona, but I think he's got the a last good opportunity. He's like, fairly decent in the power play as well. Yeah, I want, you know, he he's. He's got a decent opportunity in Montreal, so we'll see what happens. We'll see if his numbers change, if they go up or if they go down. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on Christian Dvorak as he heads to Montreal to play with the Canadians this season, so we'll keep an eye on him.
1: Absolutely.
0: In other news, we have the San Jose Sharks associate coach Rocky Thompson will not be returning to the Sharks next season. At first, I was thinking that this had to do with the front office – In dealing with the Evander Kane situation, I thought that even one of the coaches was going to be on the move because none of the team, or at least most of the team, doesn't want to uh, participate in team activities with uh, Evander Kane, but that is not the case. He says, quote, Due to a medical exemption that prevents me from taking the COVID 19 vaccine under the new league protocols, I am not permitted to fulfill my duties on the Sharks coaching staff at this time. I will have no further comment on this matter. End quote.
1: You know, it's not his fault, Mike. I mean, if that's what Doc's orders are, you kind of got to follow Doc's orders. And yeah. it just wasn't meant to be. Um, hopefully, in the future the um, the Sharks organization can pick him back up once,
0: uh, hopefully eventually once COVID blows over, but I've been saying that for who knows how long now. I mean, he doesn't have to coach the NHL. I mean, if he wanted to... Correct, he, correct, but I'm just saying, I'm just using the Sharks as an example. No, yeah, I'm saying he could coach the AHL level without having any, uh, any problems with uh, league protocols there, because I know the AHL doesn't is technically their own league, and they don't have to follow the n h l as far as protocols go i i'm at least i'm at least as far as I'm aware, but I would imagine so unless if there's some like transitioning period for getting called up and things of that nature where they have to get tested and things of that nature yeah i i would think and and on top of that, they just said the n h l is going to suspend players are unvaccinated, and will not be able to participate in the team's activities. I'm kind of iffy on this. I mean, I, like the NFL. I mean, they. I know that we want to have a clean season, but it is like all of us. It is our choice whether we get vaccinated or not. It, it you shouldn't be forced into that. But you know, to you know, whatever it is, whatever you have to do to play the game you love. I'm not That's
1: a, ju- I'm yes, not Yes, exactly,
0: Mike. That's a difficult
1: topic to talk about obviously when you when you're going yeah. with vaccinated or non-vaccinated and things like that. And of course, there's the uncertainty of everything exactly. with like who to trust, who, who not to trust. End of the day, end of the day you got to do what you got to do. What the NHL do. says is what goes. What the, yeah, exactly. What the NHL says goes and and I support that. Exactly the situation with Seattle you know, I I believe Seattle was the one that released for fans must be vaccinated to enter the stadium. And I was like, you know, what, if other teams are on board with it, I, I'm on board, too.
0: Yeah, it, there's there's always going to be some sort of backlash for that. So, I mean, I'm I'm siding with the NHL on this as well. Uh, like I said, at the end of the day, we got to do what you got to do to to make money and to have fun doing what you're doing. Otherwise, it ain't going to be fun for you. If it's not fun for you, what are you doing? On top of that, uh, we're going to go back to Montreal. Logan Mayo has been suspended indefinitely due to the sexual allegations that he has against him. I mean, this is,
1: it, it could have all been avoided, Mike. He said it. He specifically said it on his social media. Please don't draft me. And here we are, you know i mean it, it, it i don't know
0: I don't know why Montreal did this. I really don't know bold move, really, really bold to uh bold and brave to pick up somebody who's begging not to be drafted so that he can get his life together i mean he he needed he needs to be uh rehabilitated at least a little bit for his actions. So,
1: exactly, But he was prepared to do that. Yeah. But now I just feel like this is just a major setback
0: for him. Yeah, I feel like the NHL... Not the NHL, but I feel Montreal is, is like, controlling this situation where they're like, no, you know, we drafted you. You're going to do as we say, as we say it. You know, just say what we told you. You know, but it's the, it's their fault. They shouldn't have drafted him. Correct. I mean... We we've spoken about it before. He he could have been drafted next year. He still would have been fine. He's, the kid's eighteen. I think he's turning nineteen too. So I mean, he's still young. He he's he's gonna be great. He, he's gonna be great until probably his, his late twenties. So no, get, you need to give this kid time. For sure, I'm with you right there. On top of that news, uh, we get back into the nick of things. The Penguins have signed former Lightning Brian Boyle and Matt Barkowski to tryout contracts.
1: I'm 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 on the Penguins side
0: for attempting
1: these these tryout signings. Uh, Brian Boyle, we we obviously all know the work that he's put in for this community, this organization. My favorite team, one of my favorite teams, uh, former king, former ranger, former Bolt. Uh, he he, li- he lives and breathes greatness. So I really think this is a fantastic idea by the Penguins to give this man a shot. And playing in multiple levels, Mike, I, I believe he has Olympic experience, International Ice Hockey Federation experience. Yeah. Um, and then Matt Bartkowski... This is what confuses me here because I don't see, like, what's great about D-, D Is there anything I'm missing, Mike, about Matt Bark- Barkowski?
0: I don't think really much of anything. I, I'm pretty sure he came from Ottawa before. I don't know where he is now. I haven't heard his name in uh, quite a while. According to NHL, he played
1: one seat. C- this is quite the laundry list. He played one season in Vancouver, one season in Minnesota a couple years later. Um, He played, I want to say he played a season in Calgary. No, two seasons in Calgary, two seasons in Minnesota, a Vancouver, and then five Bostons 2010
0: to
1: 2015. I, I, I don't see anything great about him, Mike.
0: I don't either, but, you know, apparently the Penguins do. I mean, Brian Boyle is on the back end of of his career as well. Like you said, former king, um, former ranger, former bolt, former devil. He, former panther. He's been moved by multiple teams. Yep. He's been been moved (laughs) by. He
1: had, like, one season in Nashville And I wanted to see him play, but we just missed our vacation by a couple
0: of months. Missed him by a couple of months. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's on the back end of his career. You know, he's been moved by multiple teams. Been moved to multiple teams. I don't... I, I want him to have fun. I want him to... I think that money and years are not something that he's looking forward to now I think it's just the love of the sport and the love of the game
1: that's how I feel about it too uh, just as long as he has a good time it makes me happy
0: yeah I mean I, I've i had nothing but great experiences with, with Boiler um, I met him a bunch of times when he was here for the Lightning uh, he joked around with me a lot uh, I remember when he played for Toronto. That's another team I forgot he went to. He went to Toronto, and uh, Lou Lamarello over there um, had that rule that nobody's allowed to have facial hair. So he he came in looking like Gaston with no beard, <laughs> no mustache, or anything, and I couldn't even recognize him. I said, who the hell is this guy walking down the street? And I was like, oh, Boiler! And... You know me. I'm short, so Boiler like looks around and then he looks down and he goes, "Oh, there you are." <laughs> so I was like, "You know, Boiler. You know, he he knows right me. out the gate. Right out the gate knows knows me knows how I am." I was like, "All right, it's Boiler." <laughs> like, n- not even missing a beat. But. In, in other news, uh, USA's hockey team for the Olympics has chosen John Hines, David Quinn, Todd Reardon, and Ryan Miller as the national team's assistant coaches.
1: Uh,
0: I love these. I love all these former
1: players, coaches, and I believe the Pittsburgh Penguins are getting a lot of love in here, Mike. I would think. One would think. Yeah. Because well John Hines was wasn't he the former head coach of your team, right? The Devils? Yeah, former head coach of the Devils. And then Todd Reardon, assistant coach of the Penguins.
0: Yep.
1: Ryan Miller, obviously longtime
0: Sabres tender. Yep. And then David Quinn, I I don't know much about David Quinn. Neither do I. I've heard nothing but good things though, so I would love to see what USA Hockey does with the assistant coaches. I forgot who the head coaches, head the head coaches. Do you remember? For Team USA, no, yeah. I have no idea. Uh, we'll get we'll get back to that later. Um, I'll I'll have to take a look at it. But uh, on top of that, huge news out of uh, out of Boston. David Backus retires after fifteen seasons. just to follow up on that I I did that quick
1: Google search Mike Sullivan
0: Ah, Mike Sullivan, head coach of USA
1: Mike Sullivan, Todd Reardon so head coach of the Penguins and assistant coach of the Penguins would be Todd Reardon
0: Mm. small world (laughs) yeah
1: so David Backus I mean we all know the greatness that lies with this man's career long time blue and um, most recently, Boston, and this man when he's on the ice, it's instant respect from me. Yeah,
0: absolutely. The, to have him, David Pasternot, Brad Marchand, as much as we can stand them. They're they're that's like their core. <laughs> that's like their core. That's their core there. Absolutely, and, and come on, you you laugh at the Brad Marchand stuff, but. I don't know if you remember, but in the twenty eighteen All Star All Star game and competitions and all that, <laughs> one of the referees told him like, "I don't know if I start call if I don't call anything on you, they're gonna start booing me." <laughs> yeah, Man. yeah,
1: that accurate checks out, and I will be one of the people booing Brad Marchand pretty much until the day I die. Thankfully, I'm young, so
0: yeah Enjoy I mean it
1: last
0: pal. yeah I mean you can't go you can't go around licking forward's faces that's just it's unsanitary yeah, not hear it from me oh yeah oh yeah I mean dude come on yeah yeah you've heard all your life keep your hands to yourselves but like come on you you can't keep your mouth to yourself come on now <laughs> yeah that dude's ridiculous and no I I, I can't stand him. Yeah, but somehow the people of Boston love him.
1: The the funny part would be a better fit for him, as strange as it is, the Flyers. Why? City of Bloodly Love, and I'll leave it
0: at that. (laughs) I love it. Loving it. Uh, But David Backus finishes his NHL career. Get this. I looked up the stats for this played in 965 games 200 last a right 240 248 goals in that time span 313 assists with 561 points ending on a plus side in his career with plus 64 legend to me
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you, you I, gotta I think. That's... You, you just, just got just thinking about a plus sixty four is absolutely insane. That's even hard to do in a video game, Mike.
0: Yeah, you just got to think. This guy's gonna go in the hall at some point. I want to say within the next five years, I expect him in the hall. He's he got. Like he's he's got to he's gotta go. Would, into, yeah. He's got to go into the NHL Hall of Fame. Because those numbers there mind-boggling to me 965 games played I'm just like jeez 965 games close to close to a thousand 35 games away from so playing off on that one Mike of legendary stats let's
1: talk about 32 game-winning goals in 365 games played.
0: It's insane. It's it's wild. It's
1: literally unconscious amounts of feed this man the puck to win a game and by golly, he'll find the back of the net.
0: I mean, he has hands for days. I mean, he's no Pavel Datsuk, but he, he plays phenomenally. It's not like that he doesn't. It's not like he can't. this this man has been playing i just feel
1: like his hockey iq is so far above everyone else's that it makes him twice as good on the ice than like on
0: paper absolutely absolutely if you ever watch him play like it's it's incredible to watch it's like it's back It reminds me of the hockey I watched growing up. His gameplay, his style. Phenomenal. That's the only word that I can come up with is phenomenal. Almost as phenomenal as this move by the Calgary Flames. Signing Eric Goodbranson to a one-year, $1.95 million contract.
1: I love Eric Goodbranson, but... Part of me just feels so bad for the guy, when you've played in, for about ten years, I would say, you have a, a roughly a ten-year career in the NHL, and you're joining the Flames on a negative one hundred and two.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I I, I feel bad Wait, for like, him. I wanted
1: fighting yourself out of a hole and mind you paying rent in the penalty box
0: yeah i mean that that's really what he's known for but i really want him to get up there with with his stats i really want to see him do well just he's a 10-year veteran so you can't really expect that i mean his best season was in the 14-15 season out of seventy-six games played, the dude's got four goals and nine assists. That's that's low.
1: Yeah. For a defenseman.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would I would say that you can you can do better than that.
0: Those are really low numbers for that it's many games. Better,
1: it's a touch better than uh Barkowski over here. But
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. But in 76 games, you couldn't score more than four goals. I mean, I, I guess you can count it because of how much time he spent in the damn box. <laughs> I mean, that that, that that takes time off the ice. I mean, he's not going to have that much ice time. Credit where credit's due, but, man, if he stayed out of a
1: 120 minutes is two hours. Yeah. So that specific, oh, no, the season before that uh 2013-2014, still playing for Florida. You put up 114 minutes. That's so, almost
0: two hours sitting there. Yeah. That's, uh... That's quite a bit. <laughs> like... I don't know what... What forces you to pick fights and get in the box. I mean, I know some guys have it for fun. I, I remember... Uh I saw it on YouTube. I was watching like hockey fights from like back in the day and like what causes them and I saw like George Laroc used to he didn't even start the fight. He didn't even like push or shove anybody. He'd be like, "Hey, wanna go?" And the guy would like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Do it after the puck drop?" Yeah. And they'd just wait till the puck dropped and then go at it. And then be like, "Oh, good fight, buddy." you know it's not it's like just as in, for no reason, just yeah, just for no reason i mean it it made the game fun, but i mean uh, like there was there were more funny moments that I've seen, and i've had I've had one of them myself like i've i watched um, an e c h l game where um the guys dropped the gloves, squared off, and everybody was like looking around like, oh my god, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. They get close to each other, they tie up, and then they hug it out. There was no fight, and I lost it. I was like, that's funny. That's awesome. That's a great great one. So I saw that, and um, one of the guys I played hockey with, uh, Beer League Hockey, um, we did the same exact thing at our Beer League Hockey game. Like, this guy is probably, like, a foot taller than I am. And he taught me how to keep my head up. I got elbowed in the face during a game. Cleaned my clock pretty good. And he came up to me after the game and was like, keep your head up there, bud. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, my ears are still ringing, bud. (laughs) But in the middle of a game one time, or before you know before the game we talked about it and i said you know what i saw this funny echl video and i showed it to him and i'm like we should do that on the ice he goes just say when i said okay right and we we came up with the whole situation we were like if if any of us are on a breakaway with at least 30 seconds left on the clock in the third period we would stop what we were doing drop our gloves Look at each other and square off as if we were going to knock the shit out of each other. And hug it out. And he was all for it. And everybody actually thought we were going to. Because he dropped me last game. And uh, he's on a breakaway. Heading towards my goal. And the clock's winding down. And I saw the clock. And I'm like, 20 seconds. Oh, man. I call up to him. Hey now (laughs) he's like now of all moments I'm on a breakaway I was like what did we talk about (laughs) that's so funny that's great timing and he looks at me and throws his stick to the ice and everybody's like oh and he gets in my face I drop my gloves he drops his we square off like we're about to drop one another And we just hug it out, and everybody's like, oh, come on, you had us. And I'm like, really fun hockey moment for me. (laughs) It was just the funniest thing that I could ever come up with.
1: I have got a pretty good one ECHL-wise. So I never played at this level, but when I was in college, I would go to a lot of Everblades games, which is the ECHL affiliate of the Predators. Right. And at the time, the Preds or the Everblades were playing the Stingrays, which is the ECHL affiliate of the Capitals. So here we're watching this game, and we are stomping this team. Uh, At this point, it might have been like at the end of the second period, maybe four zip. I want to say four or five nothing. So I'm sitting like right by the tunnel – where the players exit the ice, obviously go to their lock, respective locker rooms, things like that. So I'm sitting right by this bar, but I guess I must have been wearing this jacket that kind of blends in with the with the actual railing. Just by chance, I didn't happen to do this. So one of the players comes over, and he's ready to snap his stick over this metal railing. Right. And I'm seeing the stick come down, and this is practically on top of my head, Mike and this stick's coming down and before it hit the bar I just grabbed his stick and then yanked it out of his hands and I'm like you know just cause you're losing doesn't mean take it out on poor fans like me yeah. I tossed his stick back on the ice and he had to actually walk back go get his stick and then go to the locker room <laughs> <laughs> and this is a this is man of full pads helmet the whole bit and I'm just like I ain't taking
0: nothing from this guy <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't <laughs> either, man. You don't take. that was a good one. Yeah, you don't take um, your nonsense. I, out. Don't,
1: I don't care if you're six, seven, or nothing. You try to slash a stick because you're losing. You're gonna, you're gonna hear it from me.
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't have to take it out on the fans. Come on now. I mean, you're not even at the NHL level yet. Still got a ways no, to go. I don't think
1: you'll ever be unless he gets his attitude adjusted.
0: I mean I think that's what most of them go through. I think I think that's what most of them have to go through. I think that they have like their own like therapists or whatever that they talk to after the game and they're probably like, you know, you if you want to get to that level you can't really do that. <laughs> so But um I'm gonna wrap this up with this day in hockey history. So September tenth, nineteen eighty seven. The legend Lou Lamarello becomes general manager of the New Jersey Devils.
1: Oh, that's awesome!
0: This day in hockey history, he—he's a legend. He's an icon, and he's an—he's an icon in hockey. So he went from New Jersey and went to Toronto, and I'm sure I'm—I almost know for a fact he's with the Islanders now. Oh wow so he he's had a legendary career man nineteen eighty seven to twenty fifteen he was with the devils he spent i want to say twenty sixteen seventeen and eighteen i think with the Leafs and then spent nineteen twenty and twenty one with uh the islanders ongoing wow, legendary for that
1: man unbelievable and that's a lot of that's a I mean minus Toronto that's a lot of playoff runs that man had in his career.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, I and mean,
1: definitely, definitely, I would say at least a minimum of one Stanley Cup. He's got three. He's got three.
0: Yeah. Okay. He's got I wasn't the, sure the
1: exact number, but I'm like, I know for sure he's got one.
0: <laughs> he's got three with New Jersey. He's got the two the 1995. That was the New Jersey's first. Stanley Cup run, Martin Brodeur and Net of course. 2001 and uh 2003. So, that's Brodeur, Brodeur and Brodeur. Yeah. Now, we had some guys leave. I know Bobby Holik ended up going to the Thrasher's. Like, could, could you imagine if the Thrasher's were still a team? I actually like those jerseys.
1: Jeez, I love the Thrasher's, man. Oh, I love the Thrashers so much.
0: I love those jersey colors. Before,
1: the Kraken was a thing, and the league was looking for uh, basically a spot to put them. I obviously knew it was going to
0: inevitably be in the West Coast, but man, I I wanted the Thrashers to come back. I was really looking forward to it. I I was hearing rumblings that Quebec was going to open back up and have the Nordiques come back. I heard that as well. Yeah, i I was like, If we bring back these older teams i would I would love it, uh, you know like that's something that the modern age of hockey doesn't get to see like I was around when the Minnesota North Stars were splitting from Minnesota and Dallas and becoming their own teams like you're an old man, Mike. Don't make me sit. Don't make me feel old like that. Come on now. <laughs> no, it's your fault. It's not my fault. Just because I say something in regards to it doesn't mean you have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I'm up there, but come on now. Don't hit. Don't kick a man while he's down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not have Andrew Kane it. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that too soon? Oh, No. <laughs> Geez, but
1: but thinking about it, though, Bogosian, still playing, was on the Thrashers.
0: Yeah, I completely forgot about that.
1: Yeah, Bogosian's still playing. I want to say there's one more guy, too.
0: I don't it's remember. It's not Bellamar. No.
1: I know for a fact it's not Bellamar.
0: Nope. Geez, uh, I I, I
1: can't think of who it is. There's one more guy. He might be on Winnipeg.
0: I'm not 100% sure I, I didn't follow the Thrashers that closely I only follow them because uh, When I was a, I'm still a Devils fan at heart But um, when Bobby Holik Went from the Devils to Atlanta That was the only time that I was paying attention to the Thrashers I love that jersey color That like baby blue with the orange logo I love that yeah. look I love that look. I also love the away jersey look, that white with the navy blue shoulders. Love those jerseys. I would love to see, like, these old teams come back. I really would. I would love to see Quebec come back. I'd love to see, the the uh, like, a North Stars jersey at some point. I don't care if it's reverse retro or not. I'd like to see the Hartford Whalers come back at some point. I know they're not going to, but, I mean, like, it would be nice to see. I love the Hartford
1: Whalers jersey popping up here and there at Hurricanes games. Yeah. You know, you're you're looking at the Sea of Red. I I forget what their slogan is, whatever. Like, take warning or something like that. And all of a sudden, you see all these take warning people, and then there's
0: one green jersey. I'm like, you got to know your hockey history here, man. Don't knock a guy for wearing the green Hartford jersey. No, you're... Yeah, for sure,
1: for sure. For the fans I, I don't who don't know that. I know why he's there. Yeah. Definitely, so I'm not going to be that guy.
0: No, but I'm saying but for, like, fans who don't. Man, I love those throwback ones. I mean, I love the throwbacks. Even with uh, New Jersey, they had the, the red, white, and green look. I love that look. I don't like the all green, but I do like the red logo with the green circle around it. That I liked with the... Uh, the green stripes on the jerseys that I liked. I don't like their... I I feel like their reverse retro is an ugly Christmas sweater. Oh, there's some... There's some
1: reverse retros I, I'm not very pleased with. My favorite, though, is Arizona.
0: Yeah, I remember you saying.
1: Arizona did it right, for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm still... I like the lightning ones. I'm not a fan of the devils. I like the kings. The kings were nice. Oh, the kings are gorgeous. I like the ducks though too. They they brought out the old uh, the older logo, before yeah, they sure before the, the mighty ducks. Yeah, uh, crest. Yeah, I wish that they that Anaheim would have just kept that logo. I don't know why they had to change the color. They're still in Anaheim. They wanted to modernize it. They. I guess it was too
1: old school for them almost. And they're like, we want to evolve. And they literally changed the entire brand. But the way that Honda Center ended up doing it with the paint job for the building and everything, it, it, really, it really fit.
0: Yeah. I just... I like that logo. I like the older logo from the Mighty Ducks. I mean, if you remember... Me as a kid, I grew up watching Emilio Estevez as Gordon Bombay when he brought those jerseys out. Those jerseys should have been the original. Should have sh- they should have stayed. Paul Correa wore them. That jersey should have stayed. That that's just my opinion. But yeah, that's that's all I got. You got anything else?
1: No, but I did hear a little birdie
0: told me that a shirt came in. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, uh, while I was working, uh, the first ever Crash the Net shirt came in. It is look. It does look like the Rangers shirt. It's black with red and white lettering, and it says Crash across the chest. And on the back, it has my name with a... Uh, my uh, number 21 on the back 21 uh, in reference to my favorite player Braden Point So uh, as
1: far as that shirt goes I saw a, vid- a video of it and I also I want to say a picture of it as well the quality of the numbers and the letters and everything pretty solid I'm happy with it
0: yeah uh, it's the first shirt like I said, it's a trial run. Uh, I had it made and everything came out to like thirty four ninety seven. So um, I'm going to start charging probably forty to forty five dollars per shirt. So if anybody actually wants them customized even further than jerseys, for the most part. I'll up the charge a little bit to probably fifty for patches and stuff like that. Uh, we're also looking at the Under Armour shirts that we were talking about. Those are going to be like twenty five, any, anywhere between twenty five and thirty. So, um, yeah, we're looking at those. That they're, they're they look nice. It's it's either going to be a white or a black, and it'll have the crash the net logo on the side. You know, and backpacks are coming like we talked about in, pre- in uh podcast previous. Um, I'm looking forward to making more gear. I would love to make people their own shirts so that they can support their teams. Um, I actually had this idea today. I was listening to Metallica in the car.
1: So was I. On That's the, so funny.
0: Yeah, I was listening to Metallica in the car on my way home from to and from work and um I was just thinking because I know that they did it was the San Fran Giants that they customized jerseys and shirts like that for I wanted to see if we could possibly do something with them and get a little bit of a sponsorship
1: from baseball
0: no from Metallica
1: from oh a sponsorship from Metallica for what they did with the Giants I see
0: something similar to that effect so like I wanted to make like a hockey you know like how bring hockey back has their own shirts made and instead of right. using bring hockey back I wanted to get like a Metallica logo on the shirts just for like a sponsorship but to do them you know like have hockey in how the Metallica logo looks that's pretty creative yeah that's just my that was my idea that i thought of earlier today (laughs) i want to see what happens I, i will probably reach out to um their marketing or something to see what we can do
1: i'm on board with that
0: yeah i just i want a really cool look on top of what we already have and i think that with a lot of uh, Metallica fans and everything. I think with like a Metallica look, it makes the shirt look even more badass than it already is. I mean, that that's just me. I I I love the logo of Metallica, and I could picture like Crash the Net looking like that logo, having like similar fonts and similar styles. That's sick. Yeah, that's really sick.
1: But for sure, I mean, the speed that I guess you can almost say this organization has grown and increased in the past month alone is just insane for even me to think about. Yeah. um,
0: (laughs) I never thought I'd be a
1: part of something this big with so many people interested and asking me and it's constantly asking, asking, asking. I'm like, listen, I have a life too. I'm a human being with a life, just like everyone else. Like, I need I need to focus and and uh, I, I breathe, I guess, at, at this stage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's no. insane. Like, yeah. it is absolutely insane. Work is insane. I, I'm, I'm awestruck, uh, and and I mean. Every time that we talk about the progression of the show it's it's remarkable. I saw that I looked at the stats yesterday or two days ago in the morning. We went from seven listeners to eight, and our plays went from seventy seven to eighty eight It's huge, yeah, so it's absolutely huge it, it's it's remarkable i'm I'm beyond thankful i i I've said it before and I'm saying it again i'm i'm I'll always say it i'm thankful for having met such a good group of people and people who know their hockey and know their stuff and who love the sport and would and do everything you know do everything for it it's it's awe inspiring like I've said it before that I created the podcast to get credentialed by the Lightning. It was to, at some point, sometime, have a crew to work with to interview our favorite players like behind the scenes and stuff like that just for fun. I didn't even want to get paid for it. I just wanted to have fun and have a good time. And to see the progression that it's been making it's it's remarkable it's incredible i i, I don't have words I, i'm at a loss
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i i definitely get that as well and i have a list of future guests for the show as do i hope awesome. oh, yeah i'm mean, it's 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 lengthy it's going to be lengthy but we'll we'll try and get everybody in as fast and efficiently as we can but, um, yeah, we definitely want to make all our listeners and all our people who play the podcast feel like family and always feel free to reach out to either one of us via social media. Um, mine is DeBolt727. Mike's is NHLMike94. Correct. And, yeah, anybody else who's associated with the podcast, I mean, you'll
0: definitely see them on either one of our feeds. The goal is to get a player on here. the The goal, any player at this point, I would love to talk to anybody. That is, that's that's the goal, right now. My that the main goal is to get, you know, to get clearance through the PR of any team to interview a player. Preseason, midseason, postseason, <laughs> offseason. I don't care what it is that's that's the goal right now and you know with your guys help you guys make it possible we've already seen the numbers grow thanks to all of you so with the numbers continuing to grow it we're we'll just inch and inch closer and we'll make sure that we hear from your favorite players at some point and it's going to be thanks to you guys even if we get you guys involved and you know talk to you guys while having them on if when if and when we get to that point we're going to make all the fans involved as we can and we're going to create remarkable moments I couldn't agree more <clears throat> because and I'm going to be a little bit of a dramatic here Great moments are born from great opportunity. Herb Brooks, the miracle.
1: Herb <laughs> Brooks, unbelievable. You know what's crazy about him, Like, My uncle actually knows his son.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, he was, uh, I guess, something to do with they, they worked together or something along those lines. And they were in this building and all of a sudden he's like... That's her brook's son, and they just got to talking and it was unbelievable it was unbelievable
0: the people you meet just from just from looking around. It was sad to see how he went in that accident, but you know remarkable human being that speech alone is the best hands down speech I've heard in all of sports for me and and i've growing up i've heard speeches from vince lombardi you know newt rockney lou holtz i've heard all of the speeches via youtube social media what have you but hearing that speech that's it chills you know that And it's true that those words, the great moments that they, they are, they are born from great opportunity, and we hope to make remarkable moments for our fans, for the people who listen and tune in each and every week, who create listeners for us, who give us more plays, who talk to their friends, their family, their loved ones about us. You stick with us. And we'll stick with you and we'll make sure that we give you these remarkable moments. They will come, but they will come with your help. So keep tuning in, guys, and we'll make sure that you're heard. I got nothing else. Yeah. Let's uh, sign this
1: one off and call it 11, right?
0: Yeah. Episode 11 in the books. Check us out. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Breaker, you name it, you listen to it.
1: No excuses.
0: No excuses for why you're not listening. I'll check. I got the stats up every day. (laughs) I got the stats up every day. I'll make sure.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. For those of you guys out there playing hockey, whether you're in a gym, you're on the street, you're on ice, you're playing defense, never forget crash the net